Everybody and welcome to Family Mission. My name is Samuel Spellman, and I am joined by the family. The, Woo, family. the family. Hi, I'm Kim. Right. Daniel. And I'm Papa Mark. <laughs> Dad's here with I us. I had to say that. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm Mark. <laughs> That's right. We're here to uh, to just encourage your faith today. We're here yes. to really get into the Word and to discuss some things because it's important. These kinds of dynamics, we want this to be an encouragement to you and to your family that you That's guys right. can dig into the Word. You can mm-hmm. talk about the Lord. You can bring up these things in conversation, and it's very doable, mm-hmm. and you can't have a fun time doing it. You exactly. sure can. You can you know, enjoy life. <laughs> we're going to talk about um, in these series of conversations. We're going to talk about the subject of prayer, mm-hmm. and sometimes when you talk about prayer, and you say, "Well, will you, will you pray? You know, will you pray for the meal? Will you pray for our gathering?" <laughs> Some people are so ready to pray, they're like going to get in there, pray yeah, for bang. missionaries. They're going to go for it, you know. <laughs> and then other people, they feel really nervous yeah. about prayer, and they're intimidated Especially by prayer. Especially praying out loud. Yeah, praying out loud, praying in public. And so we're just going to try to kind of dive into uh, conversations about prayer. And we're also going to dive into some of the practicalities that we have cultivated in our home uh, from the very beginning of when the the guys were young to to now when they're old or older, older, older. older. Uh, See all these gray hairs? But but no, um, really, seriously, what what does it look like to have a praying family? What does it look like to have a praying marriage? And we want to get into um, some of those practicalities as well as looking at the Word of God and what the Word of God is established about Mm -hmm. prayer. That's absolutely right. I think it's important to just start with this is that we just need to be quick to pray. That's right. Yeah. Um, sometimes, you know, you hear about something going on and, and you can always say, and I'm not saying that it's not sincere, okay, I'll, I'll be praying for you or I'll, I'll pray about that. But, you know, there's no time like the present. You know, let's, just, right. let's just pray now. And I know there's maybe a few circumstances where that can happen, but I think as much as possible, you know, if we're going to pray about something, let's just pray now. Let's let's. <laughs> Let's let's bring it before the Lord. Let's well, seek the Lord. Let's pray. And I think there's a big deception that you have to get in this certain like zone to pray. Mm-hmm. You know, there's kind of this this big thing where you got to get in the right position and you've got to you got to be quiet. You got there's there's a very almost like uh, formula to the way that you pray, and and it depends. How are you praying? And we're going to get in. What reason mm-hmm. am I praying? And whenever you get into it very quickly, you can you can begin to flow in conversation. Mm-hmm. And you can petition. You can come before the Lord. It says boldly approach mm-hmm. the throne of mercy. So we can really get into some good good practicalities of how we pray even in the moment. Yeah, And like even in the moment, like Dad said, sometimes it may be like you, you can't pray out loud. Well, you can always pray in your head. It is, right. That is an option inner, too. Inner voice. Just you can still be doing what you got to do, and just have the thought, and so just pray in your mind if you need to. It's right. just as effective. Well, because it's, you know, it's your spirit that's praying. That's right. Well, you know, it's really interesting because years and years ago, when we first started pastoring, now this is in the early nineties. Somebody used, somebody used to always, we heard this and we kind of phrased it and it was something that we would always joke around, um, especially Mark and I. 
a couple that prays together stays, stays together. together. Hello. <laughs> a family that prays, prays together. together Stays together, together. Yeah. and um, so we 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 hope you um, enjoy our our unpacking this package with you, um, and we know that the Holy Spirit is going to help each and every one of us as yeah. we dig into this. So I know that we've said a little bit of a long introduction right now, but we really for the next several weeks we are going to get into this, and we're going to look at all different kinds of prayer and really some of. You know, how how do we do this, and mm-hmm. what does it look like? So, well, hope begin, you enjoy. Begin in Ephesians 6.18. Um, I'm going to read this in the Amplified. This will kind of be just a platform to kind of begin our conversation about kinds of prayer. Um, Ephesians 6.18 says in the Amplified. Classic. Yeah, classic edition, of course. Because <laughs> there's another one now. <laughs> yeah. It says, classic. pray at all times, on every occasion, in and every season. In the spirit, with all manner of prayer and entreaty, to the end that we keep alert and watch with strong pers- uh, purpose and perseverance, interceding in behalf of all saints, God's consecrated people. So we want to highlight out of that passage the importance of all manner of prayer, all yeah. kinds of prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, we had it explained to us when we were in Bible school, and you just can't improve on it. It's just a great way to explain it. That Just like you could say, let's just talk about sports. Mm-hmm. Well, basketball's a sport, baseball's a sport, football's a sport, and every sport has different rules that govern it. You can't just take one rule and just play all sports. And in the same way, we're talking about prayer. That's a big topic. And so we're talking about different kinds of prayer. (laughs) And just like you can't play all sports according to the same rules, you can't take the same rules governing the prayer of faith and apply that to a prayer of intercession. There's different kinds of prayer. Mm -hmm. And so different kinds of prayer are going to have different kinds of rules, you might say, or ways that we pray. Well, verse 18 in the Amplified Non-Classic actually says, with all prayer and petition, pray with specific requests at all times. There you go. So that kind of ties in with what you were saying Mm -hmm. there. Okay, so, so now you've seen even some of the dynamic here. You see the classic Mm-hmm. The older amplified, and you see the younger. Amplified. <laughs> I just couldn't let that go by. Yeah, exactly. Get the different ways. But you know what? Here's the thing. You know, parents um, that maybe have young children, maybe you're just beginning to develop a prayer life in your home. Um, it, just know that it's going to go from generation to generation to generation, and it's okay that they take on their own ownership mm-hmm, of prayer. Mm-hmm. And that's also something that we're going to dig into because it is something that we not only as individuals, we as as husband and wife, we, we as parents, we as family members, them as brothers. I mean, there's so many different mm-hmm. facets of this, and and I love that we're going to look into all of it. I think too the back to the sports analogy, kind of the picture that. I was just seeing as we were talking here is, you know, if if you're playing football, you know, each, you talk about individual families, you begin to cultivate not only a prayer life individually, but you begin to cultivate a prayer life with other people. There becomes, it's like a football team. You know, there's certain teams, for football's example, that are passing teams, that they've got a quarterback who's the central figurehead that the whole team is built around. 
Maybe you have a person in your family that is like intercessor to the max, mm-hmm. and your team is built around that experience. And you, that person helps direct Hail Mary passes or prayers that are going this way, that way. Maybe you have a running team where it's more of a scramble and everyone's kind of involved in there. Well, we go from running, then we go to pass, and then we go to trick plays, then we mm-hmm. go. And you can see how there can become different dynamics individually for every home. And the Holy Spirit is the grand master of this. Whenever we go into prayer, the Holy Spirit leads us into it. Mm-hmm. Um, the Father leads us into these things because He said, praying at all times in the Spirit. So that's verse 18. In the Spirit is what it says mm-hmm. in the ESV. So not just praying at all times out of my mind mm-hmm. or my soul or the soulish realm, but I'm actually praying from that source. So even the specifics of it and how things may be shaped and are formed, the Holy Spirit has a specific strategy for each and every one of us individually as players in the game, but as well as the team dynamics that can happen as a family or even as a, uh, a church family. Mm-hmm. You get together with your church family and there's a prayer night and all the different believers from that community, you know, that's a family dynamic. That's a team dynamic. That's right. So getting into these prayers, you know, having just a simple vision mm-hmm. for how this is working together helps whenever we hook up together in prayer. We're not just kind of tunnel visioned, but it allows the mm-hmm. Lord to really begin to build with some things when we have that vision kind of like opened up to us, so to speak. Yeah. yeah. So as we begin here, um, here's the thing. We Let's go to 1 John chapter 5. We're going to talk about when we pray, we want to know that we have the confidence that God's hearing us. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not just speaking into the air. And like even what Dan said, you know, prayer gets so intimate. God is inside of us that we can have a conversation. We do it all the time anyway, conversation inside our head. I mean, we have, we have an internal dialogue mm-hmm. many times going all the time. Why not bring God into that internal dialogue? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So God can be very intimate like Dan highlighted, or it can be very overt and outward like Sam's talking about. But here's the thing. Look at 1 John 5, 14 and 15. I don't know who wants to, to grab that and read it. It's really, really good to, to be a foundation for knowing God hears us when we pray. This is the remarkable degree of confidence which we as believers are entitled to have entitled to have before him that if we ask anything according to his will that is consistent with his plan and purpose he hears us and if we know for a fact as indeed we do that he hears and listens to whatever we ask we also know with absolute knowledge that we mm. have been granted the requests which we have asked from him. Amen. Bam. It's good. So when we know that we're praying according to his will, we know he hears us. Mm-hmm. And if we know he hears us, we know we have the petition granted. So that's the, the the simple breakdown of those two verses. So let's just ask ourselves, so what is his will? The word. His word. So his word is his will. And so that's the first place that it's it's a place to start in prayer is to pray the word. That's Um, very good. Because Mm -hmm. when we pray the word, we know we're praying his will. And not to say that like you're not going to necessarily know in the word who you're supposed to marry or if you take that job or not. But we're talking in very general terms. There's some things that are generally God's will for all of us. And those are things that are included in the word. Well, those are ancient landmarks that Mm -hmm. do not 
they're pillars. They don't move. That's right. Mm-hmm. They're they're steady. They're yeah. there. They're well, foundational. It's exactly. It's the foundation you build on. Once you begin to catch the heart of what love is, see these pillars. All the the word reveals to us. You know, the Lord showed it to me this way one time. I was talking about like the Ten Commandments. And uh, he goes, you know, because I, I asked him, like, why did we really need the Ten Commandments? Like, what is the, the meaning of that for us in the New Testament? Because Jesus said this one commandment, all of these, and he talks about love. He mm-hmm. says, if you fulfill, you know, loving the Lord your God with all your heart and all your being, and you love your neighbor as yourself, and that, the, all the commandments are fulfilled. Yeah. And he said, Sam, he said, the Ten Commandments is basically said it's the borders of love. You know, it's like the lane and the lines that love does not cross. So if I'm praying, i got to be inside of that, that lane. Mm-hmm. If I'm walking the way of love, following Jesus, then those are the, 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 the lanes or the, the walls. I'm the thinking boundaries. like the boundaries. It's like one of those yeah. little, you know, those bumpers on the bowling alley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, when you bowl, you got those little bumpers that keep you in. Mm-hmm. You know, those commandments, those are the things that keep you kind of in the lane. As we read the Word and pray read the Word, there's these mm-hmm. boundaries, these little bumpers that come up that when we're praying, maybe it's kind of in between the verse, so to speak, in the lane, but we know we're still in the bounds. Yeah. But that's developed over time, and that's something that pray reading the Word really establishes. Then it comes to a point where you don't need the bumpers, really, but now you just you know the lanes. Your mm-hmm. spirit is so hooked up mm-hmm. with the will of the Father, with the ways of heaven, that when you pray in the Spirit, you are, you're right in the flow that you need to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and let's just take just a few minutes here, and let's just um, talk about a few scriptures that they can mm-hmm. write down that they can look back at yeah. um, that are foundational scriptures that they that they can actually look at and themselves and pray mm-hmm. in the Word. Um, one I like to go to, we're right in Ephesians earlier, Ephesians 6. There's actually two very powerful prayers recorded mm-hmm. in the epistle of the Ephesians, chapter 1 okay. and chapter 3. And so we can just, just flip over there. We're going to give you the references here, and then we'll just highlight one of them. But in Ephesians chapter 1, it begins in verse 15 through the end of the chapter. This is a prayer that was inspired by Holy Spirit. Paul was praying for the believers in Ephesus. And so what's the content of this prayer is what we can make personal and make our petition based upon that uh, example that Paul gave. Then the other one's in Ephesians 3, and it begins in verse 14 and goes to the end of that chapter. And in fact, why don't we go ahead and just look at that one, for example, here as we um, kind of work towards a close here for today's conversation. Ephesians 3.14, here's what Paul says, and I'm just going to read it, and just like we all could do, we could just read it, but as we're reading it, it could be our prayer. And here's what he says. He says, For this cause I bow my knees before the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. And here's what he's praying. That that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. He goes on with his petition that Christ would dwell in your hearts Mm -hmm. by faith and that you would be rooted and grounded in love Mm -hmm. and that you would comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height of that love. Now that's not the the fullness of it, but that's just the general flow mm-hmm. of that prayer and you can literally take it from the word 
make it personal, make it your own, and pray that for anyone in your family. You also, sorry, go ahead. Um, with with that actual um, Ephesians prayer, one one thing that I like to do um, is whenever I'm looking at that prayer, I also like to take First Corinthians chapter thirteen, verses four through eight, and I like to to personalize because. Ephesians is talking about love. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have a real good understanding of love, um, or you're not um, proficiently focused of pressing towards a mark with it, then it can kind of get jumbled. Mm -hmm. And so I like to take um, 1 Corinthians, and I actually like to personalize it just for myself. If I'm praying Ephesians, I want to then take it one step further and highlight the love part. And so this is how I do it. Here's 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4. This is in the Amplified Classic. It says, Love endures long and is patient and kind. Love never is envious nor boils over with jealousy, is not boastful or vainglorious, does not display itself haughtily. Okay, so what I would do is I would take and put my name where the word love is. And I would say, Kim endures long. Kim is patient. Kim is kind. uh, Kim never is envious nor Mm -hmm. boils over with jealousy. Kim is not boastful or vainglorious. Kim does not display herself haughtily. So you... You can take this again. Mm-hmm. We're taking the word, and we are we are we are making it our own. We Personal. are yeah. personalizing yeah. it. We're putting it into um, our communication, our intimacy, our agreement, our partnership with the Lord. And I think too, even of Matthew chapter six, the Lord's prayer, one of the yes. most you know classic, if you will, prayers, where Jesus Himself says, this is how you pray. You don't heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do. They think they will be heard for their many words. But your Father knows what you need before you ask them. Pray like this. Our Father in heaven, holy or hallowed be your name. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us for evil." Or from evil, excuse me. So there's even that element mm-hmm. of when you pray, Jesus helps us set our heart posture. Mm-hmm. When you read, whenever you're getting ready to read, you know, the love chapter, you're getting ready to read Ephesians, one of the prayers the in there, or yeah. Colossians, and you're, you're locking yourself in and you're getting into that alone time. You're getting into that place where you're getting ready to, to exercise these prayer muscles, if you mm-hmm. will. You know, focus on the Lord first. Holy, hallowed be your name. You know, then your kingdom come, not just my will in this prayer, Lord, but take these words that are in this Bible that I'm about to pray and make them a part of who I am. Make me what your word says that I am. Your kingdom come, your will be done on the earth, in my body, as it is in heaven. And give me the daily bread, the things that I need. And forgive me as I exercise forgiveness to others. And lead me not into temptation, but deliver me from evil. And so even as you're you're praying, these things, all of these prayers feed together. Mm -hmm. But we can exercise all of these in that time. And so these are just examples. I mean, we went through a number of them. Uh, Kim went through 1 Corinthians 13, 4 to 8. I highlighted Ephesians 1 and Ephesians 3, 
midway through the chapter, through the end of the chapter. Sam brought Matthew up Matthew 6, six, six where the Lord's Prayer is recorded there. These are just, there's many, many more. But this, you can take the Psalms, mm-hmm. different prayers that David mm-hmm. got into. You feel David's heartfelt honesty and transparency mm-hmm. during difficult times in his life. And yet he always came back to a place of trusting God, putting faith in God. And so these mm-hmm. are just some examples that we've went through. But this is just a beginning of a conversation. We're going to continue all this month talking about the different kinds of prayer, various kinds of prayer, and just what conversation with God looks like in your life, in your marriage, in your parenting, in your home, individually. And so we just hope that you'll continue with us in this podcast. That's right. That's right. And, you know, um, our time is way (laughs) past for us today, but we just so enjoy um, you joining us today. Thank you for hitting that play button and joining in our conversation. May some seeds be sown into your life today through this conversation. Yes. And if you have any questions about the ministry, about the podcast, please be sure to check the description. There's a little box below that has our website, has other social media outlets. If you want to get in touch with us, if you want to see what what family mission is, who are the Spellmans. If someone sent you this video and you're like, what's going on here? You can find out information about us all there and it's it's free and you can you can find it. You guys know how to use the internet. That's you right. guys are looking at this right here. Right. <laughs> That's right. So we love you all very, we very love much. You t- and thank you again for joining us. And until next time on Family Mission, know that you got this and um, God's for you. 